Tanya for Yud Sivin is the beginning of chapter 3 of Shar Yichid Ve'amunah. After explaining in chapters 1 and 2, and primarily in chapter 2, the power of Chidush, how really existence is antithetical, and therefore it shouldn't exist, and therefore only through the Dvar Hashem does it exist, and the constant need of the Koyach HaPayol Ba'nifal, based on that, the Altarebbe now explains in chapter 3, we could understand how really existence doesn't exist. Not only it doesn't exist, its existence is only because there is God that exists. So essentially, it's basically because there's an etzem of God that exists, so then there is an existence of whatever stems from the etzem. It's like saying that the light of the sun only exists because there's a sun. In the light of the sun, there is the light the way it emerges out of the sun, as al will explain in the continuation of the chapter. That exists somewhat in a seemingly of its own, but in truth it's only because there's a sun. The sun is not there, there wouldn't be any light of the sun. So the sun's light is not considered an independent existence. Not only is it not considered an independent existence, it doesn't really exist. Its existence is only based on the sun. And therefore, what existence is the sunlight, if not the sun? Likewise, what existence does reality creation, ex- anything that, cr- that is a created have, if not for God himself? That's its only existence. That means us, every aspect of creation, our existence is only an existence of God. We don't have any of our own independent existence. We don't have our own mitzias, our own yesh. We don't have our own uh, identity. It's only God. And as long as God exists, we could exist if God so chooses. In other words, God is not forced to have us exist. So if that's true, the Alter Rebbe asks in today's shir, why is it that we don't feel that way? Why is it that we don't experience that? We experience ourselves as existing. We actually do feel ourselves of having somewhat of an independence. Um, so why wouldn't we just deeply sense or not so deeply, really sense that we're just God. We're an existence of God. And Dr. Rebbe answers this by saying, because that is itself part of the process of creation. God made it in a way that we don't experience, we don't have the ability to tap into this reality. We're blinded to reality. God made us like an animated system where the animation doesn't necessarily see or understand or know anything but its own existence. Therefore, it doesn't relate to the truth of its existence, which is that it's only existing because the animator put this program into the computer to make this animation. And the author says, If we would be given the opportunity to really see how we don't really exist, or our existence is God, or godliness, so then we would revert back to non-existence, or at least non-existence in the way God chose us to exist, which is the fact that he wants us to sense our independence and all that. As we elaborated on more in depth in chapter 20 of Egeres HaKodesh. But this idea is the fundamental point that Rebbe is going to move on to explain how there is sort of this, the two viewpoints. There is our viewpoint, which is thinking we do exist, feeling, sensing perhaps that we do exist, or at least existing we do exist because God created us and God wants us to exist, but existing as independent of God. 
But then there's the truth of our existence, which is that we don't exist, as the Altarab explained, or we don't exist as an independent existence. Our existence is God. That's our existence, as a Tvar Hashem. And that is something that we have, if we're, cons- if we're aware of it, and we allow for that nurturing of that existence, so then we could be in a state of bittal, which means we'll be in a state of constantly feeling and recognizing our source, which will mean that we wouldn't do anything but God, because but godliness or in tune with God, because that's essentially who we are. So it says, Once we've explained in the previous chapters this fundamental point, this truth of reality, so any intellectual person will be able to clearly see and understand that anything that is a existence, a creation, is in truth really considered nothing. In essence, we don't have really any existence of ourselves. Only, our only existence is, is, is only in relation to the it's only because there's a power godliness that's sustaining and giving us life. Which is constantly giving us the ability to sense our existence. So even while we're existing, in essence, our existence is only God. And this that we perceive other things as existing, as a real yesh, as a real existence, and have some substance of itself. That's only because we don't grasp and be able to truly see this power of the Dvar Hashem. We don't experience it. It's the story of the Baal Shem, of the Alter Rebbe, telling the Tzemach that he doesn't see the beam, he sees the Dvar Hashem. That means in reality, it's only Dvar Hashem. We are covered over from this reality. If we would be given the permission to eye to see, to be able to perceive the truth of existence, that stems from the word of God, we then wouldn't see the perceived existence of physicality. In other words, the opposite will be true. We will see how everything else doesn't exist. In other words, we'll be in tune with the contradiction. And as a result of the contradiction, we would completely not see the physical at all. As the Alter Rebbe says, he doesn't see the beam, he only sees the Tvar Hashem. Because once you're in tune with that reality, once you're in tune with that state of truth, then there is no physical. And that's God's perception. From God's angle, there is no physical reality. What we value as being truth, what we see as being existing, what we feel ourselves as existing, in God's eyes doesn't exist. Because what exists is only his Tvar, is only his word. That's him. That's godliness. And what we perceive ourselves as existing, the fabric of, of, of reality, so to speak, the fabric of nature, the fabric of Yeshim Amoshis, that's our false perception. But God sees the truth. So in God, we don't, we don't exist with me, we don't exist. We don't exist as the way we perceive our existence. We exist as a Dvar Hashem, so we're just an ex- a Dvar Hashem. The reason is because we will see that the physical existence of things really has no existence. It's completely bottled to its energy and source, to the Dvar Hashem. Since without this Dvar Hashem, the Ruchnius, it wouldn't exist. The physical perception wouldn't even be there. It's like having a, a machine that could create an image that the image is not real, it's only based on the machine. If the machine turns off, the image is not there. 
And therefore, when, when, when you're in tune with the source of something and you see the Dvar Hashem, you automatically don't see the physical image anymore because you realize it doesn't exist. And it's really, And therefore, the only source of its existence is only the Dvar Hashem, which is constant, constantly giving a life from the state of Ephes and Ayin, is a different truth. There is nothing of itself. There is no true existence of the physical at all. And even the existence of what's perceived existence or the existence of the essence of the thing is only a godly force. And that's what's perceived.